Namaste everyone. Welcome to Infinity Foundation's Kurukshetra podcast. I'm your host Karishma Himmat Singhani. In today's episode, Shri Rajiv Malhotra is interviewing Shrimati Manga Anantamula, a Hindu woman who works as a contractor for the US Army. So let's listen to this very very inspiring talk. Namaste. I welcome Mrs. Manga Anantatmula to my home and our studio. She's an extraordinary guest. I will uh, introduce her a little bit, but let me just tell you uh, briefly. She's a senior official in the U.S. Army, uh, a triple minority, being uh, female, being an ethnic minority. and being a practicing hindu a very public identity she has so this is very interesting and welcome to this show namaskar rajiv ji i am really honored to be here uh, you have been my guru and a role model for a very long time i have never imagined that uh, one day there would be a time when i would be sitting with you and talking to you in conversation on platforms where we have similar Uh, thought process and for the betterment of our community and this is really an honor to be with you i am really very happy to be with you well it's my honor because you know i've never had a guest so interesting i mean i'll tell you that uh, people fit a certain mold a certain uh, certain the slot they fit here is a person who doesn't fit uh, easily uh, because uh, she's as american as it gets uh, very loyal to the us army exceedingly uh you know patriotic towards being a hindu uh, she's uh, one of the leaders in the in an organization called american hindu coalition we will talk about that uh she she's uh, raised in her childhood in chennai uh, uh married to a telugu gentleman uh has a son who is in the us navy so it's a american military family so with this kind of a headline i think people are curious to know more so let me ask you uh what is your position in the US army i in the US army i am an acquisition subject matter expert and the pm lead what is the pm lead acquisitions of uh, the uh, US army division that we are doing for i lead the entire effort the team of people so and the so entire effort for any acquisition that comes across for south uh, southwest asia the europe pacific and hawaii uh what kind of things are you acquiring for the us army is it uh, missiles is it uh, computers networks what kind of things um i may not be able to talk to you uh more in detail but i'll just give you what just we do just whatever you are allowed to talk yes just um, broad we, we we do a lot of uh, network and uh, quite a bit of uh, missile technology okay and a lot of other acquisitions that we do okay so uh, this is for wherever the us military is engaged yes so would you include uh, korea north uh, south korea yes we have uh, in south korea we have in afghanistan iraq japan um so all the hot spots kuwait yes so whether it is the fight in uh, uh, you know uh, in iraq afghanistan yes that's we have our territory. footprints in lots you have your footprint there afghanistan in, even in europe the entire europe we have several footprints there too so this is a very uh, important position uh, uh, and and it's it's uh, i'm i'm saying this for a reason because somebody in this kind of important very sensitive responsible position 
bringing in the advanced technology procurement for the U.S. Army in all these hotspots from Korea, uh, you know, Pacific, Japan, all of that, to Afghanistan, Iraq, those sort of places, and Europe, uh, is a part of our heritage, a person of our tradition. And we're very proud of you. How does it feel being a triple minority in the U.S. Army? Being a woman, I think lots of people are women in the army. So they have, yes. they, the, the guys are used to having women. Yes. And uh, uh, being an ethnic minority also, I mean, there's blacks, there's Hispanics. So, you know, okay, so now there's Indians. Uh, but being a religious minority, in a, in a, how, do you, how do you feel? Do you feel comfortable? Do you feel uh, you have your rights? Uh, do you feel uh, that you are intimidated, you better not uh, be a Hindu? Do you feel that way or do you feel okay? No, I don't feel uh, that way at all. I think uh, I am very much welcomed by uh, people around me. Yes, I am a minority, I am a Hindu, but I've also made my identity as an American Hindu and everybody knows that I practice uh, Hinduism as my faith and I've never felt that I'm being discriminated or any way treated differently as a minority. I'm very much welcome. It's all about, it all comes to how you are projecting yourself and how confident about yourself you are. And then also it comes to uh, displaying your loyalties for the And mutual nation. respect. Absolutely, Absolutely, there is a lot of mutual yeah. respect. So the message you will hear in this discussion is that Hindus can and should assert their identity openly and publicly with pride and not be embarrassed and not have to sort of compromise. And we should be a kind of a beacon for mutual respect. Because in our tradition, we have nothing that says you cannot respect other people and ask them to respect you. Yes. So that's one of the good things. And you are a good ambassador in the US military for our, our, our heritage. And that's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. And everything has to start with respect. Everything has to start with acceptance. If you have accepted yourself as what you are, there is absolutely no problem for other people around you to accept you. So do they know, do they know that you'll be celebrating Diwali? Yes. They know that? Yes. They know I celebrate Diwali and every day I wear my sindhur and go. Very good. And to work. Yes. I do wear my sindhur in my mang and go every day yes. to work. And they have asked me in the beginning why I do that. The moment I explain to them their significance of my sindhur, any day if I'm in a hurry and I forgot or it has worn off, they would even allow me to go home and put the sindhur and come back if I didn't carry that with me. That's how important they think are my traditions, my lifestyle. It's just as important as their wedding band. If I want to go, go home and put my sindhur and come back, they would always allow me to, and they would remind me, did you forget? No, you should remember to keep some in the office. See, this is, uh, I, I want people to know this. This is a very important aspect of being American, that as long as you are confident about your identity, you're able to explain your identity, yes. uh, people respect it. Uh, you know, it's our people often who are ashamed, embarrassed, don't want to talk about it. And since they don't have enough knowledge about the other side, how to present ourselves in a proper way, therefore they, they feel afraid also. Uh, but clearly you've outgrown all of that. Yes, I mean, you, you don't you have You made this. a very, very excellent point. 
not knowing the right knowledge of our own traditions, why we do things, why we have so many gods. Of course, when you don't know yourself, you are not in a position to explain that to Americans. So then, then the person who doesn't know, uh, they start uh, compromising. Yes. Uh, they run away, they compromise, or they overdo it, get too aggressive. So they just don't know how to, uh, how to project positively. Yes. It, it, it hurts their self-esteem immediately when they cannot answer a question or they cannot explain a tradition that we follow. Um, for example, there's somebody in a, a break room. I was making my tea and they asked me, oh, you have so many gods. I said, yes. That is teaching us environmentally friendly. A tree is a god. Right. Because without trees, we wouldn't survive. Right. And the reason why they have attached one animal to one god is to Everyone respect is animals. All of them are sacred. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because all is uh, environmental and life cycle of life, we need to respect because without them, we wouldn't survive as humans on this planet. So the good thing is, you are answering a question in a way that they can relate to. Exactly. Uh, which would be different than talking amongst ourselves because you have to talk in their context. Exactly. You have to, and they are very environmentally friendly. They, exactly. they respect animals, nature. So this business, this idea in our tradition of multiplicity of deities and so many parts of nature right. being deified uh, it has a positive message. And yes, people appreciate it, it, that. And do people, of course, they respect it. And some people even want to know more about our Hinduism. And they are even willing to follow Hinduism because I, I tell them this is our way of life. You don't respect water. You will pollute your rivers and drinking water reservoirs. So even water is a god. Yes, sacred. Fire is god. Yes. Fire is god. It is sacred. Because without fire, you wouldn't have food. Right. So, so basically, uh, rather than, rather than running survive. away from your identity, you are well-informed, confident, and you're able to explain in a very nice, mutually respectful way to those who yes. are interested. And you're finding that practicing as the identity of American Hindu does not create any ruffled, any ruffled feathers, any problems in the U.S. Army. No, it doesn't. This is, this is a, a pretty important message uh, for our people to understand all this. Yes, it's very important. And they have accepted me as what I am. And uh, I've uh, been to those annual ball, which is a big event for uh, US Army, US Navy, Marine Corps, and everybody, they have their own balls. And I've made sure that I always go there in my sari. I don't wear a dress and go. I wear my sari in Wonderful. a traditional dress and go. I mean, and for the first time, I, I think it was maybe in 2014, for the first time I decided I wanted to go for a Navy ball. And I wondered uh, what I want to wear. And I very comfortably, very, um, Willingly, I wore my sari and went there. And for the first time, they were shocked. And after a few minutes, they were very relaxed. They got used to seeing a sari because that's the first time they have seen an ethnic person, or a, di a different diverse person in their formal ball. 
So, <laughs> and then in the next one hour or so, there are so many people around me uh, coming and taking pictures with me with their uh, partners. So <laughs> it, 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 it's all how comfortable and how uh, eloquent you try to make yourself look and talk and comfortably and be just very uh, comfortable in what you say and how you carry yourself. I think there is absolutely no problem from them accepting us or yes. accepting me. Wonderful. I've been accepted very well. Very good. So, uh, how are you, you, you were raised in uh, Chennai? Yes. You mentioned. So, how old were you when you came to the US and when did you join the army? Uh, I came to US when I was uh, 26, 27. So, your education was in, in India? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I was raised in Chennai and I went to schools and colleges in Chennai. So you are fluent in Tamil? Yes, I okay. can speak very well Tamil and I can even read and write Tamil. Okay. And uh, my father was traveling a lot so I got to travel and live in northern part of India. So he brought in, he taught us uh, Urdu and Hindi. So we learned to embrace different languages, different languages, different cultures. And it has become part of our life to accept several cultures and be comfortable with your own. Right. So when you came to the U.S., you enrolled in the army. Was or, or, now, or, or, or were you single at that time or married? No, I've been already married, and I had my son when I first came here. Okay. Then I worked for several years in federal government. Uh, other all, jobs. Yes, other jobs in the federal government and everything, and. I think it was in 2013, I first got a call from the a Army. company, yes, uh, from the Marine Corps. Uh, I didn't think that they were very serious. I refused to take the calls and everything. And then they were very persistent. And when I returned the call, um, somebody had referred my name to them to come work for them. And that's how my military career has started. And you're and happy. Ever since you're, you're a happy employee. I think I'm a very happy employee there. I'm very happy. Uh, it gives me a sense of pride, sense of purpose. Um, my son also being in U.S. military, it makes us a U.S. military family. And this is our home. See, this is very important because sometimes I come across Hindus who are sort of wanting to live in a cocoon, barricade themselves, hide in some geography or some very isolated way. And they feel that if we go out uh, too much from back home uh, and away from our community that we'll dilute our dharma. But here is an example, no dilution of dharma, no dilution of identity. And she's halfway around the world in uh, United States Army and very relaxed about it. Yes. So this is, this is an important point I want to make because yes. I, I always feel that if we want to globalize our dharma, then we need global ambassadors everywhere, uh, in all True. countries, in all situations, and they should be very relaxed about who we are. I mean, after all, Christianity is globalized. Uh, Islam is globalized. Yes. I mean, they don't, they don't feel that you've got to be of a certain ethnicity uh, or, or, you know, in order to be part of their faith or you have to be uh, loyal to one particular country, you could be part of any system, yes. any institution and practice your faith. And that's how we globalize Hindu dharma. Yes, you have, you have said it very well. More you go out, 
more the possibility of grounding yourself to your own dharma. Very good point. Very comfortable. Rather than, rather than diluting yourself, you become more grounded. Yes. Because when you have to teach other people, when you have to represent to other people, answer Absolutely. their questions, it actually makes you stronger. Yes. That's what made me go seek more knowledge. That's how I started following you, uh, learning more about our Sanatana Dharma. I've been reading Mahabharata. I've been reading uh, the true translation of Mahabharata and Ramayana. So what I have learned is we, 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 we still can follow the same principles. What is taught in Mahabharata and translate it to your daily routines yes. at work and in your daily uh, personal life. Good. So rather than just memorizing some text for you know, what happened then, uh, the idea is you learn, you learn the spirit and the message and apply it to today's context. Absolutely. So this is the Kurukshetra. Yes. This is the Kurukshetra and you're applying the text in this Kurukshetra. Yes. How you engage, how you make decisions, how you conduct yourself. Yes. And in my own career, I have made lot, lots of changes the way I was functioning and I was managing and I was looking at my own career, taking the clues and what is being propagated in our Mahabharata. Right. I may not be able to do the same with Ramayana because those are very high standards, but Mahabharata is always relatable. Very applicable it's today. Very applicable. Yes. And you can use those management concepts and leadership concepts from Mahabharata and Ramayana. In fact, I even uh, conducted a leadership workshop for American Hindu coalition that I'm uh, representing uh, to... Uh, coach and mentor other leaders within the organization taking the concepts from Mahabharata and Ramayana. I had to think about it, how to bring in. I had to actually find the right people to bring that to table. So Mangaji, what I want to discuss now is uh, Tamil identity politics on the world stage. Uh, it seems to have become a very complex thing uh, now, there are Tamilians in many countries, of course, and Tamil is a great language, and uh, I as a Bharatiya respect it and love it. I'm very proud of all the cultures of India and or wherever they've gone in the world. Uh, what do you think of the Tamil identity politics living here in North America? There are Tamilians from, not only from India, there are from Sri Lanka, from Mauritius, Singapore, and all of these people are really struggling to, I, I mean, establish their own identity. Right. They have come away from the, those countries and now they are trying to find their own identity. Like Hindus are trying to find their own identity in Correct. US. So tell us, uh, what do you think is the politics behind all this? Is it to separate the Tamils from the rest of the people of our, our, of our heritage. Uh, what do you think is going on in this Pongal Day, uh, considering it as Pongal Day and celebrating it the whole month as Tamil month and so on? Yes, it is definitely politicalized, politicized in a way to separate. Where does this Tamilian come from? They're all part of Hindu heritage. Right. But declaring it as Tamil Heritage Month, I can definitely see the regional breakup uh, without mentioning which country they are from. 
Or which faith this pongal is from? Which faith this pongal is from? That's exactly the biggest question. Instead of attaching it to a Hindu, they would go with a Tamilian heritage. That so is definitely a separatist uh, agenda that somebody is carrying on, uh, declaring it as a Tamil Heritage Month. And it, this has nothing to do with our own Tamil brothers and sisters trying to break away from India. Is that the message? No. Is that the intent of our Tam uh, uh, Indian Tamil brothers and sisters? I don't think so. They're very much feeling part of India. They are patriotic. They are very traditionally inclined to our Sanatan Dharma. So just to clarify, Pongal is a pan-Hindu, is a Tamil version of a pan-Hindu festival. Yes. Right. So it's sort of like if uh, uh, Christmas uh, were celebrated a little differently in Africa and Latin America and all that. Right. And then somebody tried to say that this is, is December 25 is uh, Latin American Day. Right. You know, uh, the Christians would mind it because they would say this is a pan-Christian thing. Everybody, uh, maybe you celebrate a little differently because climate is different and whatnot. So, Pongal is the Tamil version of a pan-Hindu, pan-Indian festival. Yes. So, uh, why specifically brand it as Tamil festival and make it official part of uh, Canadian government policy that this is going to be called Tamil Heritage Month when it is actually a Hindu heritage? Is that the issue? Yes, th that's absolutely the issue that I see in here. Is this agenda to break Tamilians away from India? Create a separate Separatists. sense of that we will, if you, if you start looking at yourself as a separate identity, we will give you facilities, we'll give you a holiday, we'll give you honor, we'll give you respect. Whereas the overall unified Hinduism, we don't want to touch and we don't want to help. Yes. That's what they're trying to say. Yes, yes. Um, there are people who are catching up, especially people who are following you are more well informed than the rest of the crowd who are not following you. Then how would they take that? Right. They so, would take that as a Tamilian. They would uh, take it as pride. They would say, wow, these guys are helping me. But because they don't see the big picture. Yes. That's the. They don't see the big picture. All of us have love for our own spoken language. Right. And they have that sense of pride. And everybody should have should the sense have. of pride for their mother tongue. Right. But that doesn't make them the traitors who wants to break away from India. But that kind of image and the defense they are trying to put our Indian Tamils in this context is very conniving. So you know what's happened is majority of Tamil people I know are in a dilemma. They are wanting to get guidance right. because they are being bombarded with this separatist message and incentives. Right. But they have the dharma. They want to be loyal to their dharma. Yes. And there are these uh, moves to glorify some separatist identity. Right. So uh, I think it's a very important project for us to work on. Definitely. The American uh, Hindu coalition. Uh, when you see an aspect of Hinduism being taken away, and, uh, you know, mixed with some racism, separatism, uh, ethnicity, ethnics. Uh, I think there's an issue. There's an issue for the American Hindu coalition to stand up and take a position on it. And I will help you with that. 
So it's, I think, a very important project for American Hindu Coalition and me, our organization, to work together on this, to inform people of all languages from India, all different kinds of Hindu dharma that they are practicing, different deities, you know, uh, about the importance of unity, about the centrifugal forces trying to pull us apart, right. what are the agendas and why we should resist it and how to answer back. So this is something where if you want to set up forums, I'll come and address them. If it's a forum in Washington, AHC, the American Hindu Coalition wants to put up, I will come. If you want to set up a forum for Tamilians, I will come. We can work on it together. Thank you. It's something very important to do. Definitely. People like yourself uh, should come and educate people. You should let people know what exactly is happening to them. They are victimized. Yes. Our own... Indian origin people it's, it, might they, they be exploited yes. and they're vulnerable because they're new here and they may not have all the knowledge. Exactly. And do they mean to uh, hurt our Indian or Hindu dharma cause? Absolutely not. If my destiny had to take me back anytime to India, Tamil Nadu would be my chosen place to be. Excellent. For the traditions and the values they carry. Very good. So yes to Tamil. No to separatism. Yes. That's no the, to separatism. Definitely yes for Tamil. Yes. They are part of our brotherhood. They do have a lot of integrity and patriotism for India. And they are very well grounded with our Sanatana Dharma. Very good. They cannot be let separated. So support us. Uh, Infinity Foundation is trying to do all we can within our resources. Here is one more alliance with the American Hindu Coalition. Uh, we want to join forces, help them. So if you support us, we can do more work with them on projects of this sort. I think you are the perfect ambassador for uh, American Hinduism and unity of all the Hindus from various parts of India, various origins, and uh, a beacon for uh, Tamilians. Yes. Uh, because here is somebody in the heart of the American establishment, a, a senior person in the U.S. Army uh, who carries her identity with pride, her Tamil identity, her Hindu identity, uh, you know, all of these things, and uh, not willing to compromise, not having problems because she's so assertive and so clear. Uh, so this is actually a very good role model for us. Thank you. And I, I really want to thank you for coming. Uh, and just if there's any final statement about whatever you want is on your mind, you have the final word. Yes. I would definitely want all of my Hindu brotherhood and sisterhood to join us. We, we are actually, I'm actually representing 800,000 uh, Indian H-1B visa green card holders who are in the pipeline. Oh. They have not been given their green cards in the last 20 years, between uh, 5 to 20 years. And their children are going out of the status. What is going to happen to them? So you are representing them? Yes. You are taking this issue? Yes, I am taking this issue. I have been to several uh, legislative offices and congressmen's office. The First Amendment right in the U.S. Constitution is about the religious freedom. Good. By, by constitution, we have the right to choose our faith. Yes. So we are not going out of bounds to 
become divisive. We are within the boundaries of what has been given to us as a constitutional right. So we're being very American. Yes. This is the American way. This is the American Every way. Every identity should speak for itself. Yes. I mean, uh, there are religious identities, there are uh, sexual orientation, gay type right, uh, identities, there's women identities, there's Italian Americans. I mean, there's all kind of identities. And they all have a right to represent themselves positively. Yes. And there's nothing un-American. Yes, it is very American to represent ourselves. Yes. This is not, American Hindu coalition is not a divisive it is not un-American, it is a very patriotic, this is what America is. Is. And those who say, oh, you're living, sometimes people write to me and say, oh, how can you be living in America and doing all these things? Won't they do this to you, do that to you? No. Uh, you know, you may, become, you may be used to some other country where these things aren't uh, allowed. Uh, maybe some Middle East country where they have dictators or whatever. Yes. But as far as the United States is concerned, identities, especially religious identities, are exceedingly solid, robust. And we are being good Hindus and good Americans if we assert that. Yes. I would also say that Hinduism brings a lot of benefits to the United States. Yes. I mean, we brought yoga. There's a whole lot on uh, the kind of uh, sattvic diet. There is so much on uh, environmentalism. Yes. Respect for the elderly, families. Yes. There is, the dharma brings so many values that will enrich America. Yes. And already America has been enriched, sometimes acknowledged and sometimes not acknowledged. That's another topic of mine. But the uh, idea that being more Hindu makes you less American is a wrong idea. It's a very wrong idea. Yes. And acknowledging, if you don't acknowledge, others are not going to acknowledge us. Yes. And that's where Hindu coalition comes in, representing Hindus who are five million American Hindus in this country. Five million American Hindus. American Hindus. Because while uh, three million, three point some million are from India, but you are saying there's also from uh, uh, other places. Yes. Uh, uh, Trinidad. Trinidad. Uh, Guyana. Guyana. Fiji, uh, yes. The uh, there are about 15 countries where our Hindu population are represented. They're all part of this coalition. Where are we separating anybody? Right. No, we are, this, this organization is about bringing everybody together. Right. So, so one thing that I found very interesting is you are lobbying in Washington for political support for Hinduism on the part of both parties. Yes. So, so tell me how that is working. So far it has been good. I've been meeting and talking to Democratic congressmen and also the Republican congressmen. My observation and understanding goes what we need to do going forward is to have a strong ally for Hindus. Who will be our good ally? I will let people decide. I'll be bringing the facts to people. I will be making some videos or articles and bringing it to people. So you're bipartisan? Yes. So uh, if a person of either party in the United States yes. is supporting Hindu agenda, Hindu manifesto, what we want, Yes. Uh, you will say, let's support them. Yes. And it doesn't matter, you're not party X versus Y, it's a, a pro-Hindu person is the one you want to support. Yes, yes. Who will recognize us for our identity? Right. And who aligns with our values right. is also an important factor. Right. And this is why if we start dividing 
the 5 million Hindus into, you know, this region of India, that region, this language. While we want to celebrate all that diversity is beautiful, but when we are here together representing all 5 million to the American political system, yes. we have greater power. Yes. We have greater power in unity and yes. not divisiveness. And this is not about dividing people or regions. This is about bringing all of Hindus together. I don't mind which country they are coming from. If they are all following Sanatana Dharma and Hinduism, they are all under one umbrella and we need an identity. That's what we are trying to create in Washington DC through this American Hindu coalition, which I am part of. So in conclusion, I want uh, all of us, all our supporters to know that Infinity Foundation supports what she's doing. When you support Infinity Foundation, it is these kinds of alliances with affiliated third parties, aligned third parties that you're also supporting. So be generous, support us, and we will keep working together. Thank you. Namaskar. Namaste. And I'm looking Namaste. forward to you being part of American Hindu Coalition uh, at a very special level and we will discuss about it and you we want your alliance with uh, American Hindu Coalition to make us all successful and establish our own identity as Wonderful. American I, Hindus. I, I can commit to you that I'll be there. Uh, you let me know whatever activities you'd like me to be part of. Thank you. I'll be there. Thank you. Thank you so we much. We are looking forward to be working with you and closely. Namaste. What an interesting personality. Let us know how did you like this interview. Write to us with your feedback on infinityfoundationpodcast at gmail.com. So this is it for today's episode. Until next time, this is Karishma signing off. Bye-bye.